the backbone of the gospel matters. This is Pastor Mike Kramer of New Life Church, your home of positive faith, bringing you power for living. Come to the cross and find forgiveness. Get in his word and you'll find strength for your soul. Tap into the love that God has given and you'll find power for Powerful Living is a positive faith ministry. We believe that a positive attitude in life is an expression of the positive faith which embraces a powerful truth that with God, all things are possible. Pastor Mike Kramer is the founder of Powerful Living, senior pastor at New Life Church, and the author of the inspirational book, Power Moments. Tap into the love that God has given And you'll find power for living My friend, the word gospel means good news. And may I say, it is the absolute best news in the world. You know, the gospel is a message that Christ has commanded us to take to the entire world. He says in um, Mark chapter 16 and verse 15, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. In fact, in the book of Galatians, the scripture says that if we preach the wrong gospel, we can actually have the curse of God come down upon us. In other words, God's not going to bless us if we get confused as to what the gospel is. You know, sometimes you hear about the full gospel or this gospel, or sometimes people say, and that's the gospel truth. Well, that's good because what they're doing is they're emphasizing, hey, you know, I wouldn't... uh, I wouldn't lie to you on that one. That's the gospel truth. Well, the question begs to be asked, when it comes to eternal life, what is the gospel truth? You know, the apostle Paul told a young pastor by the name of Titus in chapter 2 and verse 1 of the book of Titus, he said, but as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine. And so last week, we took a quick look at how backbone matters concerning the sound doctrine of Scripture that we believe the Bible. And and I want you to know, I'm not ashamed to say that. You know, the the Bible is an incredible book and, and it'll lead you to faith in Christ. It'll show you how to live for the Lord. God not only wants to give you eternal life through faith in Christ, he wants to give us what's called the abundant life or a life of meaning and fulfillment and satisfaction in the here and now. You know, it's the Christian life is so much more than, you know, pie in the sky and the sweet by and by. Listen, you can have a life of meaning and satisfaction and significance and success right now. Jesus said in John 10:10, 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, but Christ came that we would have life and have it more abundant. That idea of abundant life is a life of overflowing with God's favor and God's blessing. Now, that doesn't mean you'll never have a problem. That doesn't mean that you'll never face a challenge. That doesn't mean that you'll never uh, get sick or have to go to the hospital or whatnot. That doesn't mean any of those things. That doesn't mean you'll never have sorrow or pain or, or adversity of all kinds. But it does mean in the midst of all of those things, you can have the peace of God that surpasses all human understanding that guards your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. So 
you know, backbone matters concerning the sound doctrine of Scripture. Jesus said, John 5, 39, you search the Scriptures for those you think you have eternal life, and those are the very things that testify of me. In other words, the Bible points us to Jesus Christ. And we talked about that last week. Well, backbone also matters concerning the sound doctrine of salvation. Listen, if we lined up 100 people and asked them how to get to heaven, you might get a hundred different answers, and and everyone would be sincere and and probably fully believe what they're saying, but really the issue is not what one person thinks or what another person thinks. The issue is what does the New Testament teach? What does the Scripture have to say? And as a believer in Jesus Christ, our final authority in all matters of faith and conduct really should be the Word of God. So. When the idea of the gospel, the good news, when Jesus says preach it to every person on the planet or share the love of Christ with others, well, somewhere it would just seem that the gospel would be clearly spelled out. And that is exactly what the Apostle Paul has done for us in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 6. Listen. <clears throat> he said, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel. Did you hear that? He said, here is the gospel. This is, I'm going to share it with you. He says, which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which you also are saved. You know, saved is just a Bible word. It means to be forgiven of sins, to have a home in heaven. It's one that has invited Jesus Christ into our life, believing that he died and rose again for our sins. It doesn't mean we're perfect, but it does mean that we have placed our faith in the perfect Son of the living God, the God-man, Jesus Christ, in which you hold fast the word which I preached, unless you believed in vain. Now here it comes. Verses 3 through 6, 1 Corinthians 15. He says, For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen by Peter, and then by the twelve, referring to the apostles, which at that time, that's a really a figure of speech, because Judas had already, uh, well, quite frankly, had taken his own life, but they did replace Judas with one who had walked with the Lord as well, Matthias, in the book of Acts. So the 12 now is the original 11 plus Matthias. Well, and that he was seen by Peter and then by the 12. And after that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at one time, of whom the greater part remained to the present, but some had fallen asleep. In other words, some had gone home to be with the Lord. Okay, the gospel, the backbone of salvation matters. And the backbone is the gospel. And the backbone of the gospel is this. 2,000 years ago, God left heaven in the person of Jesus Christ. God became a man in the person of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He was born of the virgin, lived a sinless life, died as a sacrifice or a substitute on the cross for our sins. They buried him. But my friend, the grave could not hold him. Three days later, Jesus Christ bodily resurrected from the dead, proving that what he did on the cross satisfied the Father. So in the 
purest sense, the gospel is that Christ died for our sins. He was the substitute, the sacrifice. He paid the penalty for our sins. Proof that he died? He was buried. And that Christ bodily resurrected from the dead. Proof that he resurrected from the dead? He was seen by Peter and the apostles. And at one point in time, by 500 people at one time. Now, my friend, it only takes two witnesses in a court of law to affirm the testimony of someone. So the Apostle Paul is really driving this stake home that you can have your confidence in our risen Lord and Savior. So the gospel, the good news, is that Christ died for our sins. He was buried, proof that he died. He bodily resurrected from the dead, and he was seen. Proof that he resurrected, he was seen by the apostles, and by over 500 believers at one time. My friend, you can trust the good news of the gospel. And God wants you to believe in Christ. In fact, in John chapter 1 and verse 12, it says, As many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God, even to those who believe in his name. Two key words there in John 1, 12. Believe and receive. Believe that Christ is who he claimed to be, that he accomplished what he set out to do, and he fulfills his promise. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That's John three sixteen and 17. God loves the entire human race, and he offers a gift of eternal life to all who trust in Christ. Believe. Believe that Christ is who he claimed to be, and he accomplished what he set out to do. And then receive. The idea there is to invite Christ into our life. So believing is total trust in Christ and Christ alone, that he will do what he promised to do and that he is who he claimed to be. And then receiving is what is, in some places, described as calling on the Lord. Romans 10, 9, that if we confess with our mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will be saved. Romans 10, 13, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That is to invite Christ into your life, to receive the gift of eternal life. Romans 6, 23 says, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's a gift, and God offers it to all who believe in Christ and then invite him, receive him, invite him into your life to be your personal Lord and Savior. The Scripture says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. My friend, God offers the most unbelievable gift you could ever imagine or ever receive. And the way you open up that gift is to open up your heart and life to Jesus Christ. Wherever you are right now, you might want to reaffirm your faith in Christ. You might want to take your faith from a formal religion about Christ where you've learned many wonderful things about who Christ is to a personal relationship with Christ. And my friend, there's a difference. 
And it's not about whatever religious denomination you may or may not be from. When we get to heaven, there's only going to be one denomination, and that's believers in Jesus Christ. That's why we're called Christians. Listen, how all of these other denominations got started, I'll never figure out. But listen, and they all have their place, and God uses them all. We're not here to criticize any flavor of faith, but we do want to give you the opportunity to invite Christ into your life as your personal Lord and Savior. You'll be so glad you did. Why not pray this simple prayer? Dear God, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe Christ died on the cross for my sins and bodily resurrected from the dead for me. And Lord Jesus, I invite you into my life to be my personal Lord and Savior. You say, Pastor Mike, is it really that simple? My friend, it is if you mean it. Believe and receive. Let me go through that again. You may want to invite Christ into your life right now. Just say, dear God, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe Christ died on the cross for my sins and bodily resurrected from the dead for me. And Lord Jesus, I invite you to my life to be my personal Lord and Savior. Oh, my friend, if you prayed that prayer, drop us a note. New Life Church, P.O. Box 228, Osceola, Indiana, 46561. Or you can send me an email, Mike at nlpositivefaith.com. I'd love to hear from you. And here's the even more good news. Backbone matters concerning the doctrine of divine sovereignty. You know, Psalm 115, verse 3 says, Our God is in the heavens. He does whatever he pleases. In other words, Ephesians 1.11 says, He works all things after the counsel of his own will. You can put your head on a pillow at night, knowing that your life is in the hands of Almighty God. And he gives you all kinds of freedom of choice. It's like being on a cruise ship. You can choose various activities, but that ship is going to land at the harbor where it's set out to go. God gives you all kinds of freedom. But you can rest assured when you know Christ is your Lord and Savior, you will land safely in that sweet harbor of our home in heaven when God calls your name. Oh, my friend, trust in Christ. You'll be so glad that you did. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and be gracious to you. May the Lord give you peace in your heart and power for living. Amen.